This is Jim. Welcome to Not a Moped Podcast. Welcome everybody to a second chance, a moped podcast. A this is a wrap up. This is a wrap up of the Euro GP endurance run. I'm not sure which this race was. Uh, Josh, why the don't you mo- tell us mo- what? It, it was Pook Shop's Mokefest endurance race that okay. happens every couple of years, and it was a four hour guy. Okay, that's yeah, that's a good time on a bike. Um, so <laughs> we left off when you did the show, you talked about um, shipping the motor over. Why don't you talk about the whole logistics of uh, building the motor, what you did for a bike, your assembly, before you even got to the race? All right. Well, it's a perfect spot to start. So we've got an Addy E50 that had a race uh, internal gears. We got the light and uh, race crank from Treats. We have a cylinder, a 70cc cylinder that was ported by Klein over in Europe. So it was um, dynoed at about 13 horsepower. We had a crank pipe intake specially manufactured for a 24 millimeter Polini PWK sitting on um, the intake stack. It was a DO with a, a reed kit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the engine setup. Um, now, had you guys ran anything like that before? Anything even close to it? Everything I just spouted off, it was a complete uh, fresh build, and it was not race tested. So mm-hmm. I also highly recommend that you race test your stuff before you uh, go to a race. Or at least yeah. break it in. Yeah. Or at least break it in. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's always a thing. Like I'll say with Bakers, dude, the first time I ran a metric kit, like, I did throw it on a street bike just see what the fuck it was like dude and still learning stuff about them but yeah dude like going in blind is ballsy i'll say that i don't know what happened for your race weekend or anything like that i think i know but like i'm gonna let you guys tell your story so 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 all right so we were using this hk kevlar clutch um which i was told i was told many things and like i was i was building the best thing i could find like I was trying, I was like, I've been doing my, my slow builds with like 50 CCs and some 64s and trying to like get my hands dirty with the, the two stroke. And then I was trying to find out like what was the best race parts. And I was going to slap it together on a race engine, take a team over to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we, that's how we kind of uh, approached getting the parts, but yes, the engine was uh, completely devoid fluids uh, prior to shipment. Um, it was meticulously built uh, we found out that our timing was retarded uh, once we tried to fire it. So once we fixed that, she fired right up. How, how bad was it? It was the wrong direction. We, yeah, uh, that'll happen. Yeah, it was a. It was <laughs> I, a I figured. I figured like you're a... probably like two after top dead center and not like two before top dead center. Yeah, we we went the wrong way. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens, dude. Everybody does yeah. it. Everybody does I it. I mean, I still do it. So whatever, dude. Who cares? Yeah, you live and you learn. I mean, yeah. come on. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the race engine was solid, uh, by design. Um, we got that all packed up, um, got our parts packed up, um, everything. So just FYI for anyone flying 50 pounds is the main limit for check bag. 70 pounds is the hard limit. Um, I did not really look into that prior and then just kind of just went balls to the wall and threw my stuff. I ended up having to, well, first of all, I missed my first flight by about an hour. Um, I was driving over to Orlando and I was trying. So I got a, I've done a lot of retrospective and next time 
Joshua will get over here about a week ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, and I don't, I, I'm never a guy to tell anybody how to do their shit because everybody fucking loves to be told what to do in life. And when you said your timeline of three days, I'm like, that's fucking rad. <laughs> like a rock and roll I, 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 well, for a complete well, well, bike build other than like assembly, a bike of a bike and in three days, rad. Well, so you haven't even heard the the gist of it yet. Um, oh, I, I can't wait, dude! I I got coffee ready. I'm all right. I wasn't too thrilled about doing this because like I've been in a bad headspace, but like now, now I'm excited. Yeah, no, it, it was a good time. Uh, so where should we start? Just with the you you're an hour. You missed your flight. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll okay, go back okay, to yeah, this. So missing a flight, an international flight for an hour. Buy an hour. Yeah. Okay. So I, I do. I do want. I do want to back up and just a little bit. Um, I, I want a well personal issue. Um, my mother had a brain tumor. Uh, it was called this uh, melanoma. I do believe is the name of the brain tumor. Um, so she had to have that removed back in early September, and like we've been dealing with the recovery. So a lot of my day does get soaked up with dealing with helping my mom and stuff, and then I mm -hmm. throw myself at the moped thing um so honestly that's why it goes back to joshua just needs more time um but also everything just takes more time but so i tried to do too much in that last uh 24 hours and like honestly we're still running off that 24 hour clock because i haven't gotten a full night's rest since uh i started packing to come over here um running around probably like four to maybe make i'd say four hours of sleep every single night all right. Um, but so we got everything packed up. The main uh, issue with the last time I shipped my bike, I didn't, I was not, I didn't trust my packing. Um, but this time everything was packed up, sealed. We got, we got everything packed up. Get over to Orlando. I missed my flight by 45 minutes. We ended up just showing up too late. Um, you have to check in about an hour before for international flights, especially if you're checking stuff, like it's just an ordeal. So I get, I get there and then, but, half of our team is already in route to Amsterdam. So I had to coordinate with our Airbnb to, to let Kathy and Jamie in because I was going to show up a day later than was expected. Um, Aaron had, had already traveled over. He was, uh, I was having a beautiful vacation. I visited Paris. I visited Bruges. It was beautiful, stress-free until I made it to the Netherlands. <laughs> yes. It was all fun. <laughs> Uh, but I, co I coordinated with the Airbnb hosts. Um, they, they've been great. Like we're sitting in the beautiful Airbnb just outside of Eindhoven. Uh, we're technically in Veldhoven, uh, which is very near the airport and where the racetrack is at. Um, but the Airbnb hosts were very accommodating. Um, I let them know our situation. Uh, they let Jamie and Kathy in. They even took them to go get groceries. It was great. Um, <laughs> But so Joshua had a frantic 24 hours trying to make sure he could find a flight over. I found a flight to get mad to fly up to Detroit from Orlando and then over to Amsterdam the next morning. Uh, so we're already pushing like I'm already a day late because I needed solid two days to assemble our Magnum and like get testing. I was hoping to have like be ready by Friday so we can hit the, hit the track at test time. We're a day late. It's okay. Everything's packed. Um, I get back to the airport. Uh, bright and early in the morning to make my flight my bags are overweight by 10 pounds 
I had to frantically move things around in my baggage to get each bag under 70 so that they would ship. Yeah. I achieved that after some panic. Um, I ended up having to sit atop the suitcase that my engine was housed in and then like I closed it. I'm gonna hold, hold this up real quick because I haven't repacked it yet because I wanted to show you this. Everybody, uh, yeah, it's uh, completely taped up, uh, carrot like has, rolling suitcase. It's quite, it's quite redneck tech, we'll say. Yeah. So T- TSA opened it. Remember, I said I had to sit on it to shut it. Mm-hmm. Uh, TSA opened it. They could not get it reshut, so they taped it shut, and then they put a sticker saying that they looked inside of it. It was nice of them. Hey, good for them. So what you're saying yeah. is you're gonna have to buy a new suitcase. Um. It, it, the zipper looks okay. I just think, like, again, I don't think none of them had the gonads to sit on my suitcase to shut it. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, I'm sitting on the plane flying up to Detroit, and, like, I've got GPS trackers in all three of my bags, and I see one of the bags not make it on the plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, I'm over here thinking it's the engine because TSA opened it and they could not get it shut and they're going to eventually get it shut. And then the engine will make it. Cause like my, my flight, I actually have like an eight hour layover in Detroit. Um, I'm sorry. And yeah, and it was, it, it was, uh, this has been a great experience. I want to say, um, um so, did you call any, I'm going to, I'm going to pause you for a second. When you were laid over in Detroit, did you reach out to anybody in the moped community? Oh like, yeah. Oh right. No, no, no I'm just, saying like that lives in Detroit to say like, dude, I'm stuck here for eight hours. And I encourage anybody, Conan has done this in the past. If you have like a long layover in Minneapolis, hit me up. We'll go get some fucking pizza. Whatever, man. Okay. Like if you have more it's gotta be like more than an hour, because Conan I yeah. think had like two. So I'm like, all right, dude, you have an hour with me. Cause like I am not gonna be resp- MSP is really easy to get in and out of the gates. It's a international airport but like they're efficient as fuck but like i'm not gonna be the reason why you miss your flight so you get an hour like i'm getting you there an hour before but yeah no i will keep that in mind for next time but uh i had to problem solve on that uh layover and i'll tell you why um it was not the engine that did not make it it was my frame they i got <laughs> a, yeah yeah i got a rather frantic email from TSA and then also an email from Delta and then a phone call once I landed in Detroit um, they labeled TSA rather labeled my magnum a dangerous good they're not yes. wrong they're not wrong <laughs> I mean it's a hot ass magnum bomb ass two stroke boom <laughs> but anyway hashtag NSA where we're not it's not a bomb it's just fucking like a two stroke anyway they found so we stripped down my XK um, down to the frame, and we attached the nice race forks and the nice race shocks. But those race things have oil in them. Mm-hmm. They don't like apparently. That. Apparently, they don't like that. So no. So just anyone listening, if you want to ship stuff, absolutely devoid fluids. Could you get away with taking those as a carry on? I can, I mean, so the, the frame, like I'm, I'm uh, saying, I'm saying the shocks, 
and the fork. No, right? that it, okay. would be I that would be fluid more than three ounces. Yeah, it's two point four ounces or whatever, oh. or three point four. Yeah, three point four. So I mean, I would have said two point four, and I would find some shot. Like I'd try to hustle that shit. Like, see, these are the shocks, and it's two point four. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, don't no, worry. You're so, doing, so, TSA doesn't that. fuck around, dude. Like they don't find it funny yeah. when I go through. I I want to I want to say we got a pissed off agent. Not gonna lie, um, because like, come on, there has to be. I, Look I'm, at your I'm scuzzy ass. To... I'd be pissed off at you too with your ratty yeah, ass I know, luggage. And... Who's who's trying to bring a fucking moped over the over? Like, goddamn it. Yep. 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 And, and anyway, like I'm I'm going to find out how much fluid was in those things, and then I'm going to write a nice letter to TSA. <laughs> Even though you know that's not really going to matter. Much, it's but. not going to do shit, dude. Sorry. No, to say. but I'm. So, it's it's going to make me feel better. <laughs> but anyway, so what I found out when I landed in Detroit is that the moped frame did not make it. My the engine, my carburetor, my tools, the exhaust, all the parts, fine. The frame did not make it. So I went into problem solving mode and I shot out like I one I want to do a shout out. I love Pook Shop and Tomos Shop. All the people over there are amazing. Um, put out a call for help. And a few of the racers, friends that I know in the racing league over there. And they got us three to four options of frames and race bikes that we could use. Hmm. Um, there was a, there was all the way, like, man, they wanted us to be at the starting line. In well, racing. yeah, I mean, that's so, moped like, people in general. Like, especially con- yeah. like racing people are always like that. They're always they'll bend over backwards to help until you start winning. Then yeah. they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as soon as, as soon as we have some unfinished business to do, but yeah, exactly. Um, but so I put out the call for help. We got, honestly, we were offered a complete race bike all the way down to like, just, just the, just the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with a middle option that looked like it was going to be the best slash easiest uh, without like, and also the most comfortable ride because the, the most ridiculous option was a 15 minute racer that we probably like, I mean, it was not a, it would not have been fun to to ride on Mm -hmm. uh, because it was only meant to ride for like 15 minutes. (laughs) But looking back, I mean, I'm honestly, honestly, I'm I'm glad we went with what we went with. Um, There's going to be some more pictures on our Instagram at dirty fingers garage. Um, but basically we got a dirt ped from a friend and our team, mostly Aaron over here, Aaron Bailey on Instagram, y'all, um, like we tore the thing apart and rebuilt it. Like there's two video, two time-lapse videos. I'm working on a third. We somehow lost it like with like the chaos, but there's a third time-lapse. Um, it took, we were working how many, like how many hours each day? Uh, I think the first, like when I got here at like noon on Thursday, the bike was already here. The bike was already here. Josh didn't tell us about the situation. Pause real quick. So I am the type of person that I know there's an issue. I find options and then I get a solution and like, and then, then I have to break it. So, I mean, I didn't want to come to my team with chaos. I needed to bring a solution. So yeah, so dude, no, it, it didn't, it didn't hurt you guys. Like not knowing shit until all of a sudden, what the fuck is this bike doing here? Like that's a way like, like, better way I'm, I'm, and way less stressful. Josh, I'm going to give you a big thumbs up for that one. <laughs> I think we probably would have been in the same situation with Josh's Magnum as we were with this dirt pet. Um, Cause I showed up at noon on Thursday and Josh said, Hey, I'll show you the bike. And I see this completely unfamiliar 
just from you know it's a monoshock custom frame dirt pad dirt pad <laughs> and i just thought all right and it's got like a it had a rear 14 inch chunky tire that had bottom out to the rear fender like there, yeah. there's a there's a tire mark and yes. i don't recognize the hub or anything on it and i'm just like all right let's get to work i guess and that this first day a- we worked what what we were, what bike was it then? Like it was a I hear it, it I know was you a maxi. Said, it was a maxi. Was it? I take it, it some maxi. weird Euro model. No, no it just, was just it was just chopped up. Yeah, okay. chopped up. It was chopped up, yeah, made into a dirt made. pad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, the first day we worked fourteen hours. Yeah. From you know like noon to about two two a.m. Yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, about right. Next day we get up a little later than I'd like. And we just get to work again. We work through the day, and uh, Friday was practice day. And we would have liked to practice, but really what we needed was tools. Grinding wheels. So we showed up to practice just to borrow tools from people. <laughs> Which everybody, literally, everybody <laughs> did bend over backwards to help us. Yes, again, I want to shout out to the entire Poop Shop Racing League, um, the, the Motor Brothers. Like, I can't say enough about Poop Shop and just everybody. They just literally bent over backwards to help us get this thing running. Um, awesome. Dominique, like, uh, this man named Dominique, he, it's, he, it was his bike that he lent it to us. Um, it's now sitting back at his house with full-fledged American on it and our race engine. He's going to hold on to it for us. So, like, we have a bike that we're keeping over here. I will be that- flying back over to work on it. So. <laughs> That's the way to do it if you can get away with it. Like if it's like I know a racer out in California that keeps a bike in the Midwest now because they're apparently they don't do moped GP out there anymore. So, but yeah, we yeah, need to talk get... to the moped GP people. I wanna I wanna get a moped GP uh, Southeast happening. Do it. So. Just fucking do Just it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Right. Go kart track. Yeah, there's friendly. no. There's no... There's no such thing as moped GP people. It's independent well, organizations. There is. I mean, there's people around you can talk to. Like, I know. I'll, I know a lot of East Coast guys and the Midwest guys. Like, they kind of have a set of rules that they try to kind of keep them halfway uniform so anybody can go in between. But like, yep. just fucking do it. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck. All right. We will. Yeah. <laughs> Done. But uh, yeah, the bike itself probably has. I mean, <laughs> at least 30 hours into it Yeah, mm-hmm. over the two and a half days before we got it on the track and running. So nice. we, yeah, we, we took a dirt, we took a dirt pad in two days, retrofitted it with all of our gear that we brought, plus uh, the tires, the dancing shoes that Pook Shop had made for us. And then some extra parts that they brought us. Like we had two airdrops. Uh, by Wigan and Shud, the uh, like basically the main guy, like main operators of Pook Shop, they brought us parts twice. It's an hour out of their way. Like they drove us parts, nice. so so we can get our bike, so we can get our bike up and running. Um, we basically the the property owner of the Airbnb we're at saw what we did to their Airbnb. Um, Are you we, banned we moved, from Airbnb yet? Because I've seen that oh, happen. No, no, no. Oh, oh. I'll let you. I'll let you know. But uh, I want to say they. I told them what I was coming here for and what I was going to use their Airbnb for. They liked it. And then when so I met the, the I met so the racetrack we were at 
right next to the racetrack is a dirt bike track. And I actually, like, while I was here at this Airbnb, I met the owner of the dirt bike track. So, like, they, they know what we were, they know yeah. we were here to race. Um, we literally took over the living room with, like, it turned, we turned it into a garage. Uh, we moved the little glass table and, like, our moped was sitting in the middle of the, the living room. So, we're going to finish, like, it's, it's, it's almost cleaned up at, this, at the moment. Uh, mostly it's just my shit that I got to pack up because, you know, I'm just crazy like that. It so. doesn't smell like two strokes. Yeah, the ca- only only the car smells like gasoline. Sorry, Hertz, but you know, honestly, your car. Uh, I want to want to shout out to Hertz real quick. Your car died on me, so that's another thing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So 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 I want to say there's some type of evil spirit haunting me or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like we all loaded up in my rental car, and I specifically did not get an electric car when I came over here because I like doing the EV things. So I think it's cheeky. Do the two stroke and the EV. It, it's just mm-hmm. fun. But I specifically bought a manual or rented a manual car so that like gas powered so it wouldn't have any issues, worry about charging and shit. Well, um, this car had 30,000 kilometers on it or whatever. So it's like at the end of life for Hertz. Mm -hmm. We load up our shit, go to go pick up our like, Aaron was laughing. So I said, very, very important things. We needed these things immediately. Yeah, we needed We needed this order from cook shop. We went over the order multiple times to make sure there was only going to be like one order. Um, there's never just one order, mm-hmm. but so it, we needed to go get our parts. We, we loaded in the car. We were going to go like, they were actually, Pook shop was staying, like they were going to stay like just after five waiting for us so that like we could see the shop and like pick up the parts, get in the car. The car doesn't start. <laughs> the battery's dead. Yeah. So I have to call Pook shop and tell them that our car's dead. And then that's when Wagoon, like he like they they were just great. They actually dr- literally drove us down the parts like at ten o'clock at night, like so that we can keep <laughs> working. Like it it was a like if this was a marathon, yeah, no, it was it was a marathon. Like there was just hurdle after hurdle, and but yeah, I mean we we actually made it. We did not we did not meet the start time, but we got our bike out there. We did laps. We logged laps. We did not come in last. Okay. And... Well, okay, okay, pause, pause, pause. So you struggled <laughs> to get the bike together. You got yep. the bike together. How far behind were you guys at the starting line? We started probably 30 20... minutes after the green flag. Yeah, I would say 20 to 30 minutes after the green flag. Like we got the bike roaring and it fucking ripped. When it when it roared to life, like one, I actually got a video. Like I came, like I dropped the bike off and Aaron at the racetrack uh like the morning of we needed to fix like we we debugged like everyone went to sleep i stayed up late there was basically two options like we had an ignition issue basically the ignition was retarded and then two we had an intake issue because the goddamn spark plug was not getting fuel and like i don't want to throw um crank pipes under the, the thing but like our our intake was not working like i had a pwk with this intake and like it was not getting fuel it would not mate and like we had a we had a mating issue um so we actually so the emergency situation was a we ripped the entire intake stack off we threw a basic stock intake with a delorto phbg on it and fixed the timing and the she fired yep so uh, we, we we fired it Again, the engine was not broken in. Um, we just idled it for a hot minute. We're on the track. Uh, I wanted Kathy to be our first racer out there. 
um, we had a solid strategy. We're coming back, y'all. We're coming back. <laughs> um, but like, so there's going to be an endurance race next year. But anyway, um, we, we fired it up. We let it idle for like a hot minute. I'm talking a hot minute. And like, I had Kathy like with her race gear on and like, we just threw her on it, threw her out there. Um, so this bike doesn't idle. Yeah, when we, we needed an idle, idle. We mean there has to be someone standing there pulling the throttle to keep the thing running. We were supposed to call Tyrone uh, at some points and have him use his ear to help us tune it, um, but there was no time. Like, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. I ha as much as I will respect Tyrone and stuff like that. You're not <laughs> fucking. You're not tuning a car over the phone. It's not fucking happening. Like. Is it the speaker? Yeah, it's not going to fucking happen. Right. Yeah. And our, our big issue was like, well, for the idle, which doesn't matter when you're racing, but we didn't have any idle jets with us. No, we, we had, had main jets. We had the lure jet, main jets, but we didn't have any idle jets. But because we were supposed to use the PWK that actually was semi tuned, it just needed the like the proper main jet. I think that's too big of a car, personally, that 24 too big of a car so it would have been fine on the magnum frame but as soon as i lost the magnum frame i was immediately concerned about our fuel consumption rate and that's what i was working on because like we're going to be just drinking fuel out of this out of a maxi frame so that was that was my like that's where my head jumped but like, like so it, we're just focusing on getting the bike ready um the night before literally we tried to test fire it and like we were throwing spark out the exhaust and nice like, I did a bunch, yeah, I did a bunch of debugging, and literally the only thing I can come to, up with is that our, our timing was retarded. Yeah, if, um, you were, if your timing is off, dude, it's going to run like shit. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Now we, so, we actually, so again, um, we just, at that point, we just went to bed because, like, we all needed rest. Like, we've been working our asses off, and, like... How many people yeah, are just, actually working on the bike? Because, like, for me... I can say with like Baker's, I'm the only one working on it because there's no, two, like, I'll, I'll, I need, I need somebody handing me tools and Colby, my chase driver is so fucking rad. We've got kind of a rhythm down. He knows how I get, he knows how to be, um, just hand me stuff, clean stuff up. We're going to rock and roll. Like, especially the moped there almost gets to be, if you have more than three, three is too many. Two is like perfect almost. So I want to do a huge shout out to the team that I was able to recruit in a short time. And I really want to thank all of them because like, this was a leap of faith that they trusted that I could do what I wanted to do and like put this thing out there. But between Aaron, Jamie and Kathy, like all of us pulled together and all like all of us were helping. Like there mm -hmm. was, there, this was a complete team effort. Um, and it was great that we had like two men and two women. Like it was just, fucking awesome like yep. i mean we the, like it was just amazing i don't know like we took a bike that was dirt ready <laughs> and made it track ready in two days two two and a half days with, with some help and yeah, we got it up got it out there so i mean so you guys we, we earned the, a lot of respect yeah you guys got the bike out there um yep. what's here kathy was running it let's hear how it went like what what all, all right so, so Kathy was like our ace in the sleeve is like if the, the weather was nice. So, so, uh, Kathy, this is, uh, Kathy Mohawk. 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 Yep. Kathy on, uh, a lot of people know nowhere. Um, she is one of the best riders I know. Um, I do Moped GP East 
and she showed up last year out of nowhere. I think her and uh, someone else showed up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday night in the race Sunday, and she blew everyone out of the water. No racing experience. So, yeah, like she is, she is our, as Josh said, our ace in the hole um, if we had a fast bike <laughs> or a bike that ran. Because um, she, she is confident. She's not afraid, um, which, unfortunately, in the rain – means spills and falls yeah um but yeah she took a fall in the first lap and uh on on four like turn four right on turn four uh yeah and slippery conditions she went in it like she got on the bike and just fucking hit it these were brand new tires yeah they weren't weren't manufacturing blocks on them yeah um and yeah bruised herself up so she brought back to pits and we're like all right what do we need to do to get this bike running a bit better um, yeah, we tightened up some bolts, sent it out again with a Josh on yeah. the bike. I threw on my gear and then I went out. Yep. Um, uh, I, I went down on lap two, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, like I went, I think it was actually the same turn. No, no. It was like turn five. I think that I went to, it was, it was turned out like, like after that one, there was, so we're racing on a go-kart track in yep. Holland and the Netherlands. And like it, so the funny thing is the day before, and then today, the weather was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, all day yesterday, there was just this torrential downpour that would just wane and woo. Like, it would just come and go. And then the water would pool in certain corners on the track. And, like, we're not the only ones that went down. I want, I want, the, want you all to know this. <laughs> and we also did not come in last place. So, anywho. Um, I went pull, down okay, you like keep tr- saying that. How far, what place did you get then? Second to last. I was gonna say, <laughs> hey, dude, it's no nothing to be ashamed about because you guys had the oh, stones to do. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you guys had the stones to go and do it. Like, yeah, exactly. I am. I love the fact. I mean, that you did. You did. I don't remember you ever asking the 2023 Baker's champion to be a rider for you, but no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I remember re- you offering. <laughs> I remember I probably had a broken collarbone and probably just yeah. starting to heal. I just heal, fucking with yeah. And also, like, I just did, like, word-of-mouth marketing. It was like, who came across Joshua when he was going to these rallies? Come on. I wasn't yeah. trying to push it so, so, so much. And then also, I never made it up to the Moped GP stuff. Like, I like just life happens. I mean, Dude, you know what? The thing about it is you had some friends. And you went on an adventure. It's not fucking real. It's not like you're in Formula One and doing this for like real money or real anything. It's yeah, no, there was no fun. money on the line. Nope. Like this was literally just an endurance race to see who can bring a moped to the starting line and try to finish it. The trophies mm-hmm. were pretty nice. The trophies were nice. We did we did get a nice uh, participation uh, little medal. Nice, dude. I mean, it's not not a participation trophy. It's just you can that you were a rider in the endurance race. Yeah. So to those how... millennials out there, it was not. <laughs> how far did you guys make it? We did, I think, about thirty laps. I gotta check the actual. About, I think it was about forty minutes of riding mm-hmm. of the four hours. Yeah. Um, just with only, not only did we start late, but. We had technical difficulties the, the main, later on. Yeah, the main issue we like so we needed that emergency intake and carb that I placed to shoot at two a.m. Um, I shot him a 
WhatsApp message of what we needed, like as an emergency, because I knew it was just a timing issue. Everything else should have worked. Um, but when we fixed the timing issue, the cylinder was still not getting fuel. The spark plug was bone dry. Um, I do not understand. I mean, I do understand, but like, I'm not one to make the call. But anyway, um, we, it just wasn't getting fuel. And so once we swapped that out, got fuel on it, when she fired, oh my God, was she loud and <laughs> mean. Um, that engine, it was not geared right on for this track. Like we consulted some people that did not do Grand Prix racing. Um, but like, honestly, I'm glad we geared the way we did because I think we probably would have fell, like, like fell a few more times because we probably would have been spinning the tire a bit. The track was... Our tires were not broken in. We should have sanded them down. Mm -hmm. um, they're brand, brand new dancing wheels, and like it was a it was a wet track. Wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and cold. Yeah, was, yeah. Was a lot of little it was, tricks. It was cold, it was cold <laughs> wet. Yeah. It, it was not a. It was not. I would not say it was the fun time, but it was a great experience. Yeah, it was fun. fun. I had fun. fun. Yeah, it's fun after the fact. Um, oh, yeah, it's fun to look back on it, but it was yeah. super stressful the entire time. Like, I was running on no sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, dude, so that's awesome. You guys got out there. You did it. Uh, they're, you said they're doing it next year, or are they going to take a year off? No, You're so we we uh so we dropped our bike off. So so the person so Dominique, um, he's the person who gave us the frame that we used. Um, he's one of the people that help organize the the racing events. Mm -hmm. And in January, they are gonna like in a couple of weeks, they're gonna have a meeting, and then in, by January, they'll finalize the race schedule for next year. But from what I've heard, there will be another endurance race in Europe next year. Um, our bike. And engine will stay over here and I will fly over to do any tuning so we don't have any of these issues. Um, or breaking in. Yeah, or breaking in. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna run the engine for a while. Um thankfully again, so we've made the fact that we have germ like we have Germans that are coming out like saying that like that we have respect from them that's saying that like, I mean, come on, we no one thought we could do this. Yeah. Like we brought this thing over and, and like we were we weren't at the, like the start, but we were in the race. We logged laps. We did not come in last, and we showed that we had... Uh-oh, we got robot voice going down, and we're having some typical difficulties right now, so we're just going to hit pause Let's on the race. Like, okay. We had... Let me get my phone plugged in. Yep. Is your phone starting to die? Maybe. <laughs> But no, dude, I All think right. it's really rad you guys got over there and did the deal. Like, anybody can say anything they want. Um, I I can say, like, for my first Bakers, I screwed up, and I disqualified myself right away, but on time, I got fourth place. Like, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, it, some people, if you ask the organizer, Maitland, I got fourth, but some people say I got last. But if you look at all the timing, I got fourth. So it's like, whatever, dude. And it's like, who cares? The the big thing is, it's like, who cares what place you get? And I can, I, I might be a little contradicting to myself because like, you get me in a race and I want to win because I'm an, I'm that's it. But like, you went over had experience nobody fucking has ever done in America. 
awesome. Like that's rad, dude. Like you should fucking be proud of yourselves. Like all the stress, all the BS, like, yeah, super rad, dude. Super cool. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, like anybody can t- say what they want, but you still did better than they did. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean and plus it's all learning. Like the first year you learn, like, yes. you, you like yes. didn't even, you didn't even know what color, like anything was like just a bad example. Like you honestly didn't know what colors were when you showed up. Like you just didn't know anything about anything about anything. And now you have a way better plan. You have a way better yeah. way to organize. We were on the track. Like we yeah. were, we were in it. Like we have, so Kathy was already like game planning some like checklists for us. Like we like, we're, we're going to come at this from a different attack angle next year. Um, I want to throw it out there. Like we're still looking for more jockeys. If anybody wants to come over, like hit me up, Joshua L. Bates on Instagram, dirty fingers garage. Just hit me up. Like we have, we're going to have garage space. Um, we have friends in Europe, so you could, with a very light pencil, you can pencil me in for next year. <laughs> I will do that, my friend. With a very light pencil, I can't. I mean, Baker's is priority one, but God so, damn so it! The, the, the and this thing, is and this so is the I'm, hiccup. What this is why I'm saying this because pre-COVID, um, I was I had it all lined up. I was about ready to buy my tickets. I was supposed to go over to um, Red Bull all the way in uh, Holland. And I know what's his name who kind of went out to the East Coast a little bit last year. He was on my show. I feel terrible for not remembering his name. He was actually there the year before, and he works for Red Bull. Like, I was supposed to go on a huge ride in Europe. Fuck, dude. Like, yeah, give me a chance. I will Let's try try to coordinate that. so, so my plan for next year is I, I like, so I self-funded all of this. I only asked my teammate mates to pay for their airfare to get over here. Oh, I'd definitely um, give you I some money all... for the room. I'd definitely pay my food. I wanted to shoulder all of this because like, this was just something like the first one through the wall gets the bloodiest. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really literally just needed people that were willing to take the leap with me. And again, like Jamie, Aaron, Kathy, I, so thankful for y'all um but for next year like we're working on some merchandise like usa mopeds like they're stupid little hot dog symbols like we've been tagging them all over the place um like we're just going to try to drive some merchandise sales to help support this um i do believe the next race will most likely be in eindhoven again um so like we'll probably get the same airbnb like there's plenty of space like i i just i literally just need people to pay for the airfare and like my like the business slash like marketing stuff should pay for the rest of it because like there's like insurance like race stuff all the parts like there's lots of costs but like it's mostly we're just looking for souls that want to race yeah so and like dude really four hours on a bike's nothing like i'm sorry like (laughs) like after yeah but it's a different deal dude it's totally different because you're on a track and you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And you're and over. also racing against people who've been doing this since they were 16 years old. It's in the culture here. Like they're yeah. raised to race. Yeah. Um, maybe I, and then if I come over, maybe I can sucker some of them and come doing our thing one, one of these years. That'd be yeah. awesome. We get some people over Moped GP or Bakers or whatever, dude. Um, yeah. 
you know, like I always say, dude, I, I love to talk about the history. I love to talk about the past, but dude, I got to look in that windshield and see what's next. And this could be what's next for me. Who knows? Um, no, dude, really awesome. Really proud of you guys. Uh, shout out all your Instagram so we can get out of here. I'll post it up tonight. Uh, mine's uh, Aerobail, A-A-R-O-B-A-I-L. All right, and then Aaron Bailey. Aaron Bailey. And then yep. mine's Dirty Fingers Garage. And then my ma- my personal is Joshua L. Bates, but just yep. focus on Dirty Fingers Garage. Yep. Aaron, uh, definitely say hi to me on Instagram because I'm terrible at looking people up. Uh, guys, it was awesome. It was rad. Uh, don't, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Later. Later.